Hi guys. Hey. We're back. I'm Atiti. And I'm Jemima. And we are the No Disrespect podcast. We are two 18 year old best friends just having a chat today about life lessons. So guys, um, today our topic is a bit, I wouldn't say deep, but kind of deep. I guess, but we're literally just going to talk about life lessons. And I know after only 18 years of living, probably thinking like, what life lessons have y'all been through, but or have y'all learned? But we, me and Titi, really speak on like deeper levels nearly like every day. So I thought it'd be a good idea to at least share some of our like important life lessons because that's what this podcast is basically for, in order for us to share, in order for us to share some of our, you know, realities yeah. with you guys. And I feel like these are just like our lessons up till this date. Obviously, as we grow further in life, we'll have more lessons to give you guys and whatnot, but this is just basically our take on life from, I don't even know how long <laughs> yeah. until this moment. So I'm gonna start with mine. Obviously, we um planned this. We planned this before, so yeah, we had time to think about what lessons we were gonna do. So I'll start with mine. I think my most recent life lesson, or yeah, my most recent life lesson has been. I'm just gonna say it like how it is in my head, didn't it? And I'll explain it after, but you aren't your situations or your situations don't make you who you are or your situations don't define you. So basically what you're going through has nothing, says nothing about you. As in you might, you may be going through something and you just, you might just be thinking like, does this make, does this make me who yeah. I am? No, it really doesn't because it's just the process and it's all temporary. And it might sound so crazy because I know when you're going through something, you feel like it's never going to end or you may feel like it's never going to end or you feel like it's continuous because you're feeling it in the present, but it's all temporary. And within that lesson, I also learned that that's why you can't really go on to judge someone based on what they've been through or based on the situations, the situations that they're going through or how they react to situations because that's literally how they react to it. And you can never really talk on somebody else's situation because you never know what could happen to you within a year. Hence why you aren't, you aren't, you ain't what you go through. Like anyone can go through. Think of it like a door. Anyone can use that door. Like anyone can go through that situation. So it literally says nothing about you. How you leave the situation, how you grow, how you how you come out of the situation says more about you than anything. And it also made me deep that we go through what we go through so that we can become who we are in the end. Because honestly, I don't think I'm a really strong believer of you wouldn't God don't put you through situations that you can't handle. Cause we're all we all like we can all go through something, and we're all gonna go through it differently. If that kills one, if that person goes through some goes through something, and that kills that person, but that doesn't kill you, it's like yeah. And I feel like people need to be so much more understanding because everyone's kind of blind to situations until they're in, until you're in them yourself. If you get what I'm trying to say, like for example, people suffering with mental health, etc. If you yourself haven't experienced it, you may just not quite understand the depths of it and just think, oh, these people are just chatting. Like, how can you be depressed? How can you have anxiety? How can you have all of this and be going through through this when on the surface, you're seeing a bright, smiley person and you think they've got everything good going for them. But that doesn't mean that you should turn the blind eye on, like, if someone tells you, like, I'm going through troubles or whatever, you shouldn't, like, dismiss it just because you can see on the surface, like, um, things are going good, in quotation marks. And it's not, it's not more so a thing where you have to 
like oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, it's not it's not a thing where. Wait, what was what was the what was my main point? You're not what you go through. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, let me, just, let me just speak on the um, topic sure. things. Like, there's so many people going through things, and I feel like you shouldn't let the fact that, for example, I can take someone with anxiety, you shouldn't let anxiety define who you are. Like, do you know what I mean? You're not just an anxious person or you're not just suffering with anxiety. You're so much more yeah. than, yeah. like, your condition or whatever mm-hmm. you feel like is the worst thing about yourself. Like, for example, I don't know, I can't think of an example right now, but things will always get better. Like, you can look at things from two perspectives. Like, is the car half empty or is the car cup half full like do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you can think oh I've got anxiety or I've got depression I don't see a way out of it and yeah you may feel like that because that's kind of like what the um symptoms and that all of that is but like you have to kind of look at things in a positive perspective or you have to try and look at in look at it in a positive perspective because if you let these things define you or like and yeah if you let these things define you it's just gonna keep like bringing you down if you know what I'm trying to say. It won't, it won't help the outcome yeah. because the whole point of us going through this, and I say us because you may feel like you're alone, but when I mean everybody is going through something, like you're not alone. And the whole point of us going through this is so that we can like look at the world in a different way after that we've gone through it. Because I promise you, like. When I was not younger, but like probably like two years ago, I would have paid no mind to any sort of form of depression or someone going through depression or someone going through something. Like I would have never realized it unless they told me. But when you, when you like, for example, when I or I experienced something, it it I I came to realize that raw people actually go through this yeah although i felt so alone i knew that people actually go through this and the whole point is so that after that that was my awakening do you get what i mean like that was what i realized after not after i've gone through it but that's what i really that was the outcome i realized that people have been going through this and this is a problem so yeah you're not alone yeah and i feel like it's so like it's such a dark if you want to call it a dark place because some people feel like they can't talk to their parents they can't talk to their friends and that because they feel like they'll be judged or whatever and drama asked me a question today like do i think therapy works or like do i think therapy is beneficial and if you've listened to our, some of our podcasts before you'd know that i would like to be a therapist when i'm older and i do think it works like you don't have to li- um Go to a therapist that's that lives next door to you or whatnot. Your friend, you don't have to choose someone who's your friend or whatnot. You can literally have an online therapist from a different country with a different walk of life than you. Whatever. Sometimes you just need someone to listen to you and know that you're not gonna bump into them on the train and you're not gonna bump into them and they're not gonna be able to judge you. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes it's hard as I don't know what generation we are. We second generation, I think we're first generation kids and our parents, first generation kids of immigrants. Our parents won't understand, well, some of our parents won't understand how real mental health can be because they've had to put up with other things. A different like, type yeah, of Yeah, other struggle. things, like, do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, if you feel like, personally, you feel like your problems are getting too much for you and you feel like you're gonna be judged this, that, and the other, I would seriously look into like some type of online therapy or just doing something like a diary. You don't even have to talk to anybody, literally. Write your thoughts down. Stuff like that can help. Like, yeah, it can help. And I know it may sound easier than it, easier said than done, easier said than done, because if you're listening to this and you can relate, then you're gonna be like, you're saying this, but how can I even put this into practice? But I'm telling you, like I'm genuinely telling you it's going to be okay as in it will pass yeah it will pass and the scariest thing about it all is that you feel alone like you're you just feel like you're all by yourself and that no one else understands you and no one else can feel what 
feel how you're feeling because you're not going through it. Yeah. As in, in this very right, in this very moment, yeah, you may say, oh yeah, I hear you still. Yeah, oh man, just ride it. Like, just firm it. You don't get it. That's how, that's how I felt genuinely. Like, you don't get it. However, it will pass and you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. And as much as you feel alone, and I feel like some people, they're surrounded by so many people, but... Oh my gosh, that one. They're yeah. surrounded by so many people, but they still feel alone. Yeah. And I feel like some people like kind of like blame their friends for like not looking out for them and not noticing the signs. Yeah, you can you can literally put the blame on friends as well. Yeah, people need to be more aware of their surroundings, more aware of other people's emotions. We should be, truthfully, I feel like from a young age, we should be taught signs and stuff like this from mm -hmm. early and how to deal with it from early. Mm -hmm. However, like if you don't speak, how will people know? And of course, like there's always the fear of speaking and people still not understanding or speaking and then mm -hmm. people spreading your business and mm -hmm. whatnot, which is like, yeah, it's tough. I understand, but it's just a bit of a conflicting time. Oh, and you should normalize feeling how you feel. Don't, mm -hmm. don't look at yourself and think, why am I feeling like this? Like what is happening to me? Accept it and then learn how to move from it. Cause that's yeah. the only way that you're going to be able to move from it as in say right cool i feel like this this is how i feel and now i have to move i don't remember if, i don't remember if i said this in the podcast in the other podcast but like one time when i was upset like there was a period of time when i was upset and i literally said to myself and my attitude I, you could see it i was like yeah i feel like this and i don't want to change i can't see myself being happier, this is how I feel and this is the way it's gonna be from now on. That's depressing, as in, how can I allow myself to get to get like that? It's a low, dark feeling and things, like I said, I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not the only person that's feel like, there's probably so many people that feel like that, but once you accept that you're going through it or once you accept that, okay, I'm here now, now I need to be able to move on. And no one expects you to wake up and be like, okay, I'm gonna put a smile on today. Yeah. No one's asking you to do that. But just try, not try, not, not just try, try but, but I feel like just try and get yourself out of the dark place. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you like you can, you can't cry over spilled milk. Okay, cool. You're feeling like this. You can't just accept the fact that you're going to feel like this. You've got to look at the brighter side. You've got to think that tomorrow is going to be a better day. And if tomorrow is not going to be a better day, the next day after tomorrow will be a better day. Like you have to look at things with optimism. Or just look at it as, I remember what I was going to say, by the way, just look at it as I've made, I made it through today. Like that's what I started doing when I felt like I don't think I can get through this, through to this, through this week. I'd literally just be like, do you know what? I made it through today and I'm here to, I'm tomorrow is still coming. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna make it basically, do yeah. you know what I mean? But what I was gonna say was, don't always rely on people because what you need to understand, as hard as it, as tough as it is, as easy as it is for me to say that you're not alone, you also need to understand that nobody else can help you but yourself. Yeah. As in, no one else can put as much work into your personal life, into your mental health than yourself. So if you're not in it to help, to help yourself get better, then you can't cry about anybody else doing it because I promise you, as much as you want that help, as much as you want for everyone to understand you, no one is gonna be able to help you get back up yeah. other than yourself. Literally. So it's it's tough. It's so weird because you you want people to be there, but you know that nobody else can do anything for you. It can't be your parents, it can't be your siblings, it can't be your friends. It has, it to, has, to, be it has to be you. But it's only gonna work if you're willing to, you know. Put the work in. And yeah. you know what? I always used to be that type of friend that no matter what, I'd wanna have to hear what my friend has to say, but you have to, if you're that type of person that, um, you know, always takes on your, always um, has to hear what your friends have to say, what they're going through, or you're always the one giving out advice and stuff like that. When you go through it, when you're going through it, and let's say for example, you're going, you're that friend and um, I'm going through it, but you're going through it at the same time. How are you meant to give me what I want or what I need if you don't have that within yourself. You have to be able to make sure that you're all right before you can give advice out to anybody else. Otherwise, we're both gonna look at each other like, gee, I'm going through it, you're going through it too. Like, what can yeah. I do? And I also think within that, 
if you do manage to get yourself out of the dark place, quote unquote, dark place, um, not to look back on it, not just think, yeah, cool, I'm out of the dark place, now I don't care. Never no, do that. like now you're out of the dark place, you you can notice the signs more obvious now. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can be there to help other people. I've seen so many people come out of their dark place, then go back to being like, in the cool dark. and whatever oh. and take and turning a blind eye on other people's situations and just dismissing it even if someone's literally said to them like oh i'm literally going through this they're like oh yeah cool like but it's not people don't people don't take it in because like okay cool yeah sorry well, for you, my situation not, was different and yeah and i yeah i just feel like people are just when it's you or when it's certain people they want the help but when it's other people they like to turn the blind eye and i'm pretty sure i've said this before on another episode but it's really true um i feel like people like that haven't really <coughs> gone out of the dark the dark um place there do you know what i mean because if you're a genuine person and you actually went through that you would know that right that person's going through that i know how it feels and yeah i can't sit here and watch that person go through i feel like if someone's turned around and they've been in a dark place then not so quick. It could even take a long time. They've turned around and they've turned a blind eye. Then you're still going through it and you're just putting on that that face. Because yeah. when you put on that face, you don't tend to clock. That's why you feel that's why you feel like you're alone because you're too busy pretending to you're, be okay. Yeah, to be okay. That you're not even clocking the people around you are not okay. And I don't think you need to rush. It doesn't no one's saying it has to be straight away. No one's saying that it has to take look take your time g it's yourself yeah like literally like, take your time god took his time on you take your time on yourself as well that was so moist oh my god now we're gonna have to edit that out <laughs> now we're gonna have to edit that out now we're gonna have to edit that out that's how that's something you say in your five like <laughs> and on your insta bite now we're gonna have to edit that out i'm not editing that out no Tell because you could no, be moist that's embarrassing that everyone's gonna say it's moist no, okay. no editing that out that's embarrassing anyway. no it's okay no um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shall I go on to mine? Yeah. So one of the first life lessons that I kind of experienced recently was that um, friendship breakups are just as hurtful as relationship breakups. Personally, I don't. I've never been in a relationship breakup. However, recently I went through um, a friendship breakup and. I just don't know how to feel about it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like friends are a thing that are a thing that come and go, and you can kind of tell like when a friendship breakup isn't gonna really matter to you. You know, them fake friends there, like you just don't care. Okay, that I'd even mean to rhyme. Sorry, guys, I didn't really mean to rhyme. That was waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, them fake friends there, there, like when you're a little kid and whatnot, like oh. I don't like her yeah whatever yeah and then you actually just never end up speaking but recently i fell out with somebody that like i've been friends for for like seven yeah friends with for like seven ish years and like the thing about me is that even with my family you won't the people that i love the most you won't ever see me like with them or you won't ever see me like posting them and whatnot like majority of my um, friends haven't don't know what my siblings look like, don't know what my nieces and nephews look like because I'm really protective over my friends. Obviously, yeah, I'll post my best friend like and my best friends and whatnot. But like, I feel like if I really value it, value you as a friend, I'm not going to go around screaming our friendship from the top of our lungs. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I don't go around with Jemima saying, oh my God, that's my best friend. Yes, go best friend. It's just like... <laughs> If you know us, you just know that we just happen to be best friends, like, and we've just kind of had to say that we're best friends on the podcast because you're going to be thinking, like, "Mm, Mm. what's the correlation between Mm -hmm. them? But, yeah, I lost this person that was, like, a really, really, really good friend. Like, do you know them friends that are just a really, really good friend? And the thing is, I don't know if we'll be friends again ever this, ever again, but um, the reason why we're not friends had nothing well it did it had nothing to do with our friendship and I feel like it's not fair and I I think I wrote this on my private Instagram or something like that but I found it really hard not to hold a grudge with everyone involved in the situation because it's just it's just literally like 
I did nothing wrong in order to lose the friend. And I don't know if people who have been like um, broken up with can relate, but imagine like dating somebody and then they just turn around and they just don't want to be your friend and you've literally done nothing. You've been a really, really good friend, but it's because, I don't know, they've met someone new. You will feel so like- Betrayed. Yeah, you will literally feel so betrayed or whatnot. And that's how I kind of felt as a friend. And even though the situation was much bigger than my feelings, there was other people involved in that, which were like the main situation. I feel like my my feelings and the friendship has kind of been brushed aside. Like no one really thought about the impact it would have on me. And I just feel like that's just a life lesson like that I've learned. Like friendship breakups are a thing because I'm, I'm, I was so upset like even though I never really said anything because it's just like, I've been put in a position where I've had to like kind of choose what side I'm on or like, do you know what I mean? Like I've been put in a position where it's got nothing to do with me. However, I'm still in a sticky position where now I've lost one of my friends. Like, do you know what I mean? And I just feel like everybody is just looking at the surface of things, but no one's actually deep in, oh rah, how would this person feel? And how would that person feel? Because within my friendship with that person, I had friendships with other people and it's like a ripple. Like now that the that friendship's gone, I've then lost in turn other, other friends. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's not like the person I wouldn't, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I just lost a friend and I just feel like, it's just weird. Like imagine like recently something happened to me and um, I would have just, it's something that I would have only went to go and inform that person and it's just like oh right like they're not here like imagine you're watching your favorite show now this is not what happened but imagine you're watching your favorite show with your um, whatever like you're watching your favorite show and you think oh my god my ex would have really liked that you go to take it's like oh you, then you deep it like oh that person's an ex like i can't text them about that like do you know what i mean just small memories there and i feel like it's just as important as um a relationship breakup and i just feel like yeah that's one of my my things. What do you think about it? Heartbreaks overall, whether it's friends or um, partner, it's always going to hurt. And one thing I learned is that they're inevitable. As much as you may think that, oh, you know, um, I never want to go through another heartbreak again. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm always having conversations with my friend. Um, <laughs> with one of my friends or my sisters or whatever and like when you're younger you think that all right cool heartbroken done don't want to go through this again because this time <laughs> i'm going to do this this time i'm going to do that but you come to think of it you come to it and then you realize that one it, it, sometimes it has nothing to do with you and you just have to affirm it and you have to walk and go on with it and then another time it's gonna it's gonna happen like they're they're inevitable and it's so it's so sad because having to start off again after losing someone that you were so close to is like the hardest thing in the world because how you you've adapted to that person you're so close to that person that how do how do we go how do we go forward from this as in that you have to literally learn how to live without them yeah and another thing i was gonna say is that like friendship heartbreaks especially if that person was a very very close friend and the thing is talk about on the surface a lot as I said before, I don't really, like, I never really put our friendship out there for the world. Like, like I, if, for example, me and Jemima were to, to fall out, mm -hmm. because we have the podcast and whatnot, and because, like, we're kind of always together, everyone would be like, oh, my God, yeah, they're not talking. But because um, this friendship was, like, really not publicized or whatever people can it's easier for people to just overlook or easier for people to just dismiss just my to, to dismiss my feelings and i also feel like um when you just don't have the answers to certain things like as i said earlier like the situation people didn't really like ask for my side of the story which is really needed because although i'm not a main part of the story my side still like valid. Yeah, it's still valid because in turn I've lost a really good friend and whatnot. But no one's trying to hear that. Like I'm not the main. I'm not the the star of that's the show the, here. The like thing, do you know like, what I mean? People literally just brush past anything or anything that they don't think is important. Like how can somebody turn around 
to you. This is the thing with heartbreaks and it and other people's opinions on your heartbreak or whatever. Someone will turn around to you and actually say to you, get over it. Mm. As in, it's not that deep. And it's actually just, I just remembered something like a couple years ago, a boy we knew died. And like, obviously, you know, when people die, um, that's when you get people just trying to claim them. And I'm just thinking about it. I remember like there was this one particular person, do you know who I'm talking about? There was this one particular person who was saying like, the person who died was like her best friend or whatnot. And I remember people like being like to her, you didn't even, you didn't even know him, like you didn't even know him. And I'm looking at, now I'm looking back on it, like who was anybody to, to say, say yeah. that? Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and that goes to the point we made before, like, People are so quick to just assume or just so quick to look at the surface and whatnot, but they just brush things that they can't see, mm-hmm. which is completely unfair. With that, um, um with that, it's so it's so hard because it's kinda it's not as um Okay, let's say, for example, you're going through a heartbreak now or whatever, and you don't speak to this person anymore. Wait, sorry, just for clarification, I'm not heartbroken. <laughs> I'm not heartbroken, but do you know what I mean? I just, I just lost a good friend, that's all. Um, you're going through a heartbreak or whatever, and then some days you'll feel fine, like you won't even, you won't even be on your mind. And see how we were saying, don't be so quick to say, oh, I'm good, I feel better now, I'm out of that dark place or whatever. Then the next minute you see something or something reminds you of them or whatever, then boom, you're back in that place. That's why time is so important when it comes to healing or the healing process. Mm -hmm. Because any fragile thing can just take you back there and just mess you up. But nah, what everybody needs to consider is that everyone's got feelings and everyone... you You can't get onto someone for feeling the way that they do. As in, don't ever try to tell someone that it's not that deep what they're going through or get over it or whatever, because it's it's not that easy. Losing fr- losing friends and losing people, it's a tough, especially, especially when you feel like I have, right, my circle's good, I have enough. Everyone that I have, I trust. I trust that person, I trust this person. This is my right hand, this is this person, this is that person. And then for someone, for someone to leave that circle, such a small circle, it, it hits you like it hurts, bruv. No, oh, man, I hear that. Yeah, Loud and clear. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's just like, ugh. And, I've, and I, hate situ- I hate being put into situations where you have to pick a side, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is just, ugh, I just, obviously we're grown now and everyone's gonna be like, oh, how old are you to be picking sides? But like, things like that just happen. Like, is- do you know what I mean? This is what me and my cousin were people talking People just about. sway to like, sorry, people just sway to like, sides when they hear one person's side of the story and they don't even get to hear the other person's side of the story as in oh anyway me and my cousin were talking about um something like this like a couple months ago and he was just basically saying there's there's the theory and there's the practice that things are easier said than done it cool you're looking from the outside in anyone to hear the situation will hear and say you could have just did that. Yeah, that's the theory of it. Now put it into practice. You be able to stand there. Look, you stand you there. <laughs> you stand there and try and live your life normal with somebody you've stopped speaking to that you were so close to. You try and do it because I'm telling you now, it is not easy. It's not easy. Mm. It's not easy. And do you know what? Sometimes you can go through situations, like the situation is so bitter because... <laughs> Oh, it can make you such a bitter person when I mean, I'm not a bitter person. You can vouch a lie. Like I don't hold, <laughs> I don't hold <laughs> grudges. I really yeah, don't hold, a bit I don't hold grudges. But when I mean a situation made me so bitter as in I hated every single, <laughs> every single person to do this situation as in you could be the person's like, I don't know next door neighbor yeah, or shop shopkeeper i swear to you i, I hate you. I, ha- <laughs> I hated every single one of you till one day i literally sat there and the thing is i know i know and i knew that hating everyone and holding this grudge isn't going to do me any good but i could not put that into practice anybody's face i saw i was hot i didn't like you but 
one day I had to deep that I'm not this situation. This situation isn't me, as in, so why am I reacting in a way that is forming me into somebody that I'm not? Yeah. As in, I can go through this and I can learn through it. And I can just learn to change certain things about myself. But yeah, nah. That was one of my points, like, what I was gonna say was like, another life lesson I've learned is not to hold a grudge because when you look at things, when you look back on things after the, so situ- after the situation stopped being here or whatever, you just think, what, why, why, like, first of all, why am I involved? Why did this happen? All of this, like, it's not worth it. Why like, did I say that? Yeah, it's so silly. Like, obviously, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just sad because um, we're, on the, we're on the other end of the stick, as in somebody else, somebody else wouldn't be able to look at the situation and look at it the way we do but you just have to move on mm. and i feel like um now i forgot what i was go- oh and i feel like do you know when situations kind of blow over like i'm i'm the type of person to be hot about something then the situation blows over yeah cool we don't have to be the best of friends but there's no bad blood like do you know what i mean mm-hmm. if for example me and this person or the situation, we were, we ended up speaking about it. Like, I wouldn't care. Yeah, like, same. I mean, I, the, I'm over it. Everybody, mm-hmm. like, I'm not holding a grudge against mm-hmm. anyone. I still, of course, like, I care about the friendship that was lost, but about the situation, I don't care about it. Like, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? After like a couple days or whatever, you just get over things. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And I, and I feel like there's been a lot of friendships actually, not just, not just this specific one that I'm talking about from like, three, four years ago, yeah, that it's just like, now that I look back on it, yeah, I still think you were wrong for what you did. But like, if I saw you and we had a conversation, I wouldn't strangle you. I wouldn't. No matter how much I threatened you and I said I was gonna like kick your throat, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. Like, it's cool. Like, we're actually cool. Cause I have threatened people saying I'm gonna kick their throat still. Yeah, when you're angry and you're, and no one can blame you for that either, by the way, because mm-hmm that was your reaction to the situation some situations are fucked but you got a deep like oh sorry for sorry some situations are messed up but you got a deep yeah that people can change like do you know what i mean 100%. for example like they could have been going through something which made their outcome mm-hmm. different whatever whatever or not as expected or whatever mm-hmm. but like if you was to meet somebody you fell out with like in 10 years time you could be calm with them you don't have to be the best of friends with them but there's no reason to hold the same grudge that you had with them 10 years ago mm-hmm. like to this day to this day if you're listening to this this may and you're holding a grudge this is a sign for you to, to let, let it go. To let go because because when you hold sorry when you hold a grudge you just feel tight like your back yeah is it chiropractor yeah. is it chiropractor Bro, you need one of them do you know what it is it's you not feel heavy it's not Fam, it's you having to hold that grudge. I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day. It's you having to hold that grudge. Nobody else cares. It doesn't affect anyone. It's you that has to remember. (laughs) (laughs) How is that even? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Just carry on, please. I'm very. (laughs) You just carry on, please. Is is you that has to remember that? Because more time, yeah, I remember, um, like I said, I don't hold grudges. I'll be angry at you for, I'll be real. If it's a deep situation, probably a day, the next day I'll actually be calm with it because I can't go to bed angry. So imagine you're holding this grudge now. You have to remember, you have to keep it in this head that, keep it in your head that, oh, I'm not talking to that person. That's so long. It doesn't do anybody any good, especially not yourself because that person's going about their business, not caring. So yeah, you, you have to let that go. Yeah, and I just feel like grudges hold to added pressure because at night you'd be thinking like, oh, I just wish that things could be calm. Yeah. Or I just wish that things could have gone differently. I just wish this, I just wish that. But it's, but it's just like, oh, for example, some, someone told me today, it was you actually, you told me today, oh, why don't I just message the person? I was, I was like, no, why, why on earth would I do that? Because I just feel like, it's the feeling of imagine they're not over the grudge now, but this is then this is just all gonna just look like a big. No, but it's, it's just like 
this is, what, this is what I was just going to ask you. One, it says more about you than it says about that person. If you have done that, then you're the bigger person, obviously. But this is what I was going to ask you. Do you, um, what's your opinion on people that apologize when it's not their fault, but not in a dumb situation and not in a begging type of situation? Like, see how, like, let's say for example, yeah, um, I don't know. You get what I mean, innit? Yeah. I can't drop an example, but you get what I mean? Yeah. What's your opinion on Apologising just to get things Not out just the way. to get things out the way, but because you feel bad for your own actions. No. You don't agree? I think the apology has to be always, always. Like, but that's... Always. That's the point, though. On my end, I feel bad for the way I reacted, so or I can't... I say sorry. Yeah, but I'm not sorry. Oh, but... I'm sorry. Oh, okay. You yeah. can be sorry then. But then that's what I'm trying to oh, say. Ima- oh, it, okay, cool. Imagine someone's now coming to apologise to mm-hmm. me and I'm, they're sorry for what they've done, but I'm not sorry for what I'm done, I've done. That's so awkward. Yeah, that's so awkward. To be yeah, honest, that's, that's I think you. that's one of the fears. Like, for example, I can go to that person and be like, yeah, I understand what I've did this wrong. And imagine they're just like, okay, I still don't care. The thing like, is, ah. more, more time, that's probably what they'll be like. But yeah. You know, you know yourself in it. I feel like you guys are thinking, I don't understand what you guys are talking about. Like, you know, <laughs> you just talk about this situation. I don't even understand what's going on, guys. Like, I'm sorry. No, but you I, should be able yeah, to get Yeah, I hope you guys take the deeper meaning from this yeah. and don't look at it as like, oh, they're talking about a situation. Just like, let go. Yeah. Just let go, bro. That's it. Just let go. And then with that, you've got to always take in that not everybody if, has your back mm. that's something i was also gonna say like don't expect anything yeah, from anybody because in this life no one owes you anything no one owes you three pounds unless they stole it from you no one owes you an apology no one owes you loyalty no one owes you anything of course all these things would be nice mm-hmm. but you shouldn't demand it the thing is look at it from a positive perspective in the end you're good on your own yeah. Because, like I said, the TT's my best friend, as in anything, you know, this is my guy. But one day, what if she's not able to help me? I can't be fist mad at her because, um, yeah, because I wasn't she wasn't there. there. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. You can't expect things from everybody. You have to be that well on your own that you're going to be able to survive on your own. And I know that there's, like, some hard-headed people listening to this podcast. Yes, we're talking to you, like, you that be, like, you haven't popped up to me in time. Why haven't you popped up to me? I think people like that are scared to be by themselves. No, or like just people that won't talk to you unless you talk to them. Like people just always- I don't always, know why you're trying to throw that from People always think that they're entitled to something. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I think in that, reality, no one owes you anything. Anyone could be going through anything. Cause if you, for example, everyone's gone, everyone's probably had an experience where someone's like, oh, you don't shout me no more. Yeah, cool. Imagine I've now had an accident. I've been in hospital for three, <laughs> for, for four months and you're telling me I don't shout you no more. How am I supposed to shout you? Can't Why learn. didn't you shout me? Like, I've been going through things as well. Like, do you know what I mean? I think f- with friendship, it can't be 80, 20. Everything has to be 50, 50 or at least like, yeah, yeah. Everything has to be equal in a friendship, which is why I feel like um, friendship breakups kind of, hurt more because you're much more solid. I, don't, I wouldn't say they hurt more. Maybe they're like... Well, it depends what type de- of friendship yeah. it was. And it depends the type of person. Because obviously yeah. hurt is a hurt. But I feel like with with friends, you, you're more into like the each other's like emotions and mm-hmm. each, like making each other actually genuine, genuinely happy. And you wouldn't do... As a friend, you wouldn't do anything to upset your friend but like i don't know if you have a man or if you have a girl you might try to pick an argument with, with them sometimes because you think it's funny or whatnot but with a friend you just wouldn't do that like do you know what i mean like, i feel like friendship is so much more i don't even want to say sacred art because i feel like i'll like, i feel like one of them people that burns incense <laughs> sacred, by, make, by saying that friendship is more sacred but but some know, people you, you get, get just you get them people that started their relationship off as friends or had a very good friendship yeah. within their relationship and i think those are the ones that you, you can see it. You can see it. Yeah. But yeah, that's like something I just think. And also um, another life lesson that I've had, which is so off topic for everything we've just, you know, gone through. So if you're watching this, you can take a breather, like go 
go pause this, like have a drink or whatever. By the way, I, guys, we're not always going to be this like simpy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that as women, we are really, 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 really great. And I personally think, what's that lady here that sewed the 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 slaves, and she was she sewed the the slave the slave root into the people's hair. <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking about. Don't Harriet do that. Tub- Marriot. Harriet. Oh, Harriet. Tubman. Sorry, sorry. She didn't that. sew anything. Into yes, she did. No, she she didn't. sewed the escape route onto their hair. No, she didn't. She just she came, she, she came came it. No, she didn't. Came with anything. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. She saved- Harriet Tubman. Kane wrote the slave as escape routes onto the people's head. Someone told me that. Someone told me that's how Kane Rose existed. And whoever told me that, if you're lying, you're actually bad because look at me now, I'm embarrassing myself. Like, don't do no, that to me. No, she didn't. She um helped escape. She helped the say Okay, the but did someone escape. so like did someone no, came someone wrote? said, do you know them Instagram pages that, that said that Bob Marley's wife dodged the bullet because of her dreads? Like, do you know them Instagram pages? They said Kane Rose were actually roots. Of where to go to help the slaves. Yeah, that's what I thought was Harriet Tubman. No, she just. And someone said she had narcolepsy. Yeah, she did. So she fell asleep whilst doing the braids. She didn't do braids. Okay, well, anyway, whoever. She used to to fall asleep whilst they were on their way to, um, you know. Oh, so it's kind of like Maze Runner. I ain't never seen that movie. If you've watched Maze Runner, you know that I I, I might just be chatting shit. But anyway, I feel like. People like her walked so we could run. Like, do you know how privileged we are? Mm. Like, obviously, as women, especially with the whole, um, don't want to get her name, her last name wrong, but I do know her name, Sarah, and I do know that she's been murdered, and I do oh, know that yeah. she got murdered by a police officer, and I do know that, yeah, I do know about the whole topic, but I just don't want to get her last name wrong because I'm, I don't want to take away the sincerity off of that topic. But I just feel like, we are so privileged. Sarah Everard, hope I said that correct. Please correct me if I did not. But I just feel like we are so privileged in today's society to be able to walk down the street, to be able to be like, no dad, I don't want to wear that. And no dad, I'm not going to get married at 10 years old and all of this and all of that. I feel like we're No really... dad, no mom and dad. Oh yeah, cool. No mom and dad and whatnot. And not being like oppressed by male figures and whatnot. I feel like we are evolving like do you know what i mean anyone that does english you probably don't do english but if you've read the feminine gospels those are really really inspiring it's based the feminine gospels are um, a book of poems about like how women have kind of evolved and it kind of talks about like the monarchy and for example what's that lady's name that queen is it elizabeth or queen Mm -hmm. of victoria one of them She, she was basically like a queen for the females like she basically a lot of rules came about uh, and she undid a lot of like sexism and stuff like that well it might be subliminal but look where we are today a lot of things that we couldn't do a hundred years ago we're able to do today and I just feel like if you're a lady big up yourself I'm joking but (laughs) no but Artido if you're a lady big up yourself because we're continuously evolving how many of my good cities have businesses and how many of like how many of you guys are so talented doing anything like do you know what i mean i feel like if you're a woman you should be so proud of yourself this is not about men at all this is all about women and i think that ties in because it was international women's day women's day a couple um days ago or like maybe last week now i'm not too sure what day it is of the week i think it's friday today yeah. and yeah i just feel like women are great and i also just want to talk about that case a little bit because although I I don't really know the ins and outs because I've kind of been busy revising for mocks I'm sorry but you know yeah mm. yeah so I don't really know the ins and outs of the case but it's just like women are so great yeah like I'm just trying to teach my own hula like, I'm a great woman like do you know what I mean like girls and women are really great like without without women they wouldn't be men yeah cool but like it's without crazy women, there wouldn't be anyone yeah Without women, there wouldn't be any food because we make good food. And we both jar. Yeah. But anyway, um, I just think it's so crazy how it's 2021, as in 2021 years, and we're on this planet and a lady in a, literally a bright green jacket can get kidnapped and murdered. Like, do you know what I mean? And I feel like people are so quick to be like, whenever they hear a little story about someone going missing, oh, what was she wearing? She was wearing a bright green 
um, jacket. And from this, I'm not too sure. I think she was wearing like trousers or whatnot. You can't blame anything on women. Don't try it with me. Like, it's not our fault. Like, do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, I'll probably get into feminism in a later podcast. But I just, yeah. I think it's really, really extremely vile, to be honest, and really evil. Ugh, like, it's just a crazy world. There's some scary people out there, seriously. And I really hope the case gets brought to justice. Hope the case gets brought to justice and we find out the ins and outs and why, what was the motive behind it? Because I'm pretty sure I read this morning that him and his wife got arrested for it. Like, Wait, what happened? I can't lie, I didn't read it. Um, She got kidnapped. And, uh, By the police? A policeman, a police officer. Why? I don't know. And she was in Brixton and she got found in Kent. Oh no. Like, that's See, people crazy. people are actually scary. But yeah. Stay safe, y'all. Yes. Oh, did you just see? I, I think I just sent it to one of my friends who's a really, really big feminist. Big up, Shakina. Um, <laughs> some lady made a joke about how men should have a 6 p.m. curfew. I'm not going to lie, I agree. I agree. Why? Stay at home. Stay at home. She was joking, but men are just crying. Like, it's not all men. Da, 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 da. And another one of my friends, Bronwyn, yeah, she made a really good video. And I'm just going to, like, reiterate some of the key points she made in the video. If your friend... I don't want to do her. I don't want to do her wrong by saying her video wrong. But I'm just gonna go off what I what I remember. If you're you can't say it's not all men because it's crazy how every girl can can um, relay a story about sexual assault or rape or whatnot. But if you ask a boy, they know no rapists or whatever. It's just crazy. Like yeah, I just feel true, like if you can't speak up and. Um, Stop your friend from saying it. I'll probably leave leave her video link somewhere on our Instagram page because I I really I, I I'm tired. I've had a full day of school. Like do you <laughs> know what I mean, if you can't stop, if you can't speak out, it you are part of it. No matter if you haven't raped somebody, if you can't speak out and stop things and stop someone from calling someone a slag in front of you or stop someone from, um, do you know what I mean? Like telling someone what you're doing is inappropriate. You are part of it. Mm-hmm. Like just you can't keep quiet. Like this isn't something we can just brush anymore, like, do you know what I mean? But yeah, like I said, I'll talk about feminism in another podcast, so I can probably get into depths of it. I'll probably have a guest, you know, because I'm not too good with my words here. Make, as people, everyone should be proud of who you are, like, you've achieved something. You getting out of bed this morning is an achievement. It's anything, like, Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And, people who are afraid to be judged by other people if you yourself you know that you judge people like who are you to judge I was thinking like, about that I mean? this morning like who are you to judge like you don't know yeah anything. it's don't literally none of your business like all. there's no there's no reason to judge anyone because it's literally not your business what's that noise i don't know it's gone now oh that was weird <laughs> um yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. Don't don't judge someone. Something yeah. like that. Just just mind your business. Mind if someone business. is the way that they are, what the hell has it got to do has, with you? Has it got to do with you? Why does it even bother you? Yeah. Are you not feeling fine within yourself? Fix that. There's always a positive outcome. Yeah. Even for the haters. Yeah. I hope our life lessons impact anybody it needs to impact and if you ain't going through anything i hope it's opened your eyes so that you're able to be aware be aware of somebody that is going through something because i always say to a tt that um if if there's anything anybody can take or take away from this podcast whether it's laughs or entertainment or whatever i hope you see the deeper meaning of what we're trying to say because mm. we mean some deep stuff yeah yeah. And if you're offended by anything I said, we actually mean no disrespect. I actually mean zero disrespect. I'm not trying to disrespect you. Do you think if, we come across as disrespectful? Not yet. Yeah, I not was gonna. Yet. You know what? I was thinking of that that other morning. I know you guys are thinking, why is it called no disrespect? Because you guys, but no, nah, you lot ain't ready yet. We'll not get yet. deeper when we get more comfortable. And I feel like people that probably think we're talking about them, we're not talking about you. I'm At joking. Um, if I'm you not. feel like. If you feel like you can relate, I'm not trying to. Dish, I'm not trying to diss you, bro. I'm not trying to diss you. I'm not trying to diss anybody. I'm literally just speaking on my, on my, on my, on my own. Yeah. 
Um, if you guys want us to talk about mental health and stuff like this further, we always have the suggestion thing on our Instagram or you can email us and we'll, you know, Literally. give you lot what you want. And our DMs are always, always, always open. And when you listen to this, hopefully you listen to this on Sunday when it's out, go over to our Instagram and take part in the polls and maybe we'll have a live session whilst... Um, we're in the studio next time or whatnot. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, and if you're an under... Oh, one thing I wanted to say to you quickly. I was about to say, if you're an undergr- underground artist, like, you know, DM us. Or if you're like a poet or anything, you, if you feel like you... Have something to say. DM us. So you, can, <laughs> you can come and sit next to us. And yeah, we, we, can, no we, can, we can talk. Be no disrespecters. Yeah, but anyway, what I was going to say is like, what do you think your song of the month is? Um, that thing's back. Oh, no, it's not. All right, cool. I have two. Go on, Everyone's going to say you're late. Don't play it, though. I'm not going to play it. All right. The thing is this... I think it's Roadwork from outside. Oh. The thing is, this song, I've known it, so I'm not late, yeah, but I like Kodak Black, No Flocking. I think that's what it's called. Okay. And Back in Blood by um, Little Dirk and the other guy. I don't like American music. I know that. Oh, all right. Um, I think my song of the month is. Sorry, I don't do my accent. My accent just doesn't do African African names any justice. I just feel like a neat saying it. Like my African. Oh, a song that I got reintroduced to from my kind of childhood. I'd say like five years ago is um. It's called Jangle Over by Terry Appler. And it's really, really, like, I just love it. Like, if you're on my private store, you know, I'd just be banging it out. And then I'd say, like, um, a kind of house type song that I, um, I've been liking, but, like, I've just been listening to it a bit more recently. It's called um, This Girl by Kongs versus Cooking on Free Burners. It's really, really good. Really, really good. And with that... I think it's a wrap almost. Do you Thank have anything you. else to say? No. Thank you for listening, guys. If you've listened this far. I've been a TT. And I've been to my This is our fifth episode. No. Yes, it is. Is it? Yes. Happy five months to us. Um, It's not even five months. We're no. five more away from ten. So, you know, we'll be back. So, yeah. Did I say I've been a TT? Yeah. And I've, I've been, been a TT. And I've been Jay. I mean, no disrespect. No disrespect. Thank you. Bye.